Good evening, good morning, welcome to the No Mongo Podcast, a weekly show about all things skateboarding, and my name is Rick Beta. If you are new to the show, new episodes drop eh, normally every Wednesday, with the occasional Thursday, as need be, so just a heads up on that. And you can follow along on social media at Rick Beta, that's R-I-C-K-B-A-T-A, or email the show, nomongopodcast at gmail.com. Always look forward to hearing from you, hearing your fire takes, like fire, like fire emoji takes, so send them my way. Now, if you tuned in last week, you know that I revisited Enjoy's Bag of Suck, you know, in anticipation of their new documentary, Bag of Suck, the untold story of the Enjoy classic. And let me tell you, I think I I think I overhyped it for myself. I scratched that, not think I did overhype it for myself. Honestly, I was expecting anything from an hour to Mike V nine club length. You know, so that's an hour to five, well, almost six hour window there, right? Nothing in between. It was that, you know, I wasn't going to settle for anything less. Well, I guess I had to. So that was my bad. That's on, that's on me. You know, I should have known better to expect something like that, you know? Especially, you know, with like little to no insider information. Like I didn't know anyone on the crew. I didn't know any of the, like, the skaters. So I had no insight. I was just like, here's what I would love. Here's what I'd love to see, to consume. So needless to say, I was uh, a bit disappointed when I finally like clicked on the video and saw the numbers 2-2 two, two in front of the time code. And my initial thought was like, oh, that's it? Then I was like, never mind, Rick. It's still going to be amazing. Just shut up and click play, damn it. And I did, and I took some notes along the way as well, but it didn't hit as many of the sweet spots that I was hoping for, okay? Maybe just a fraction, you know? I feel that they could have gone, like, a little bit more with, like, each rider, you know? Maybe even, like, so five minutes total. Maybe, actually, even three minutes more for each rider would have added, like, way more, like, meat to this project. But don't get me wrong. I was entertained, okay? Don't get me wrong. I did see and hear things that I had forgotten about or never heard of before. So let me just say that. For example, hearing Casualberry say things like, I don't remember a lot of things. And we drank our dinners half the time. I mean, I kind of think I've heard that over the years. (laughs) But I'm surprised that he remembers that he still rides for Enjoy. In fact, does does he know he still rides for them? Honest question. I can totally picture them having like a bunch of B-roll with Louie, you know, and the rest of the team constantly reintroducing themselves to him over and over again. And, you know, talking to him really slow and very loud, like, hey, Caswell, come over here for a sec. Come over here. Yeah, yeah, come here. Come here. I have someone I want to introduce you to. Again, this is Louie, Louie Barletta. He is our boss. And you ride for a company called Enjoy. Enjoy Skateboards. Okay, and I know this is a lot of info to take in, so we'll we'll do it again tomorrow. Okay? You know, you need a refill while you're at it? Let's let's get this guy another round. He'd then get all pissed off because you know everyone's talking to him all loud and slow, like, what the hell are you guys doing, man? <laughs> but all jokes aside though, to know that Caswell could skate like he did, or does, I don't I, mean, I don't know if he still parties this hard now, and most of the times not even remember hardly anything that went down on that day. Or what he did, that's actually pretty damn impressive. And scary. (laughs) I mean, he killed it for his part. And he doesn't remember a lot of it. He was probably hungover a lot of the time. I hate skating. I mean, I don't do it anymore. I hated skating hungover. 
It's the worst. It's the last thing I want to do. Oh, man, I partied too much last night. You know what? Let me go. Oh, let's go get some some clips. You know, no, but he did it. He 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 was one of their best functioning, like, hardcore drinkers on the team, right? I can't even imagine that, though. Imagine, like, one of my old skate buds reach out and says, reaches out and says, Hey, Rick, I found some old footage of you. Check this out. And it would be of me, like, dropping an invert or skating, like, a mega ramp or something, and I had, like, no recollection of it at all. I'm like, what is this footage? I don't remember it. Is that me? I was drunk. I blacked out. That'd be a trip. I don't know if I had it like that, though. But, you know, obviously I don't think that was... I'm pretty sure I, there there isn't any footage of me that is in that state that doesn't remember. I, I think I remember most of my tricks. Most of my stuff. It's just lost. It's gone. It's R.I.P., you know. It was on that one VHS tape that went, whew, gone. But Caswell continually did his job, and he functioned. So he was able to do this. So think about that. Think about that project... Say if he was the guy that everyone's just waiting on clips, like, damn it, dude, Caswell did not. He, still waiting on the guy. Yeah, we need to talk to him about his drinking. No, he he got the job done. If you put me in that same position, I would have been the guy that got fired from Enjoy for being too hungover and unable to do a pressure flip. That would have been me. So so well done, Caswell. Well done, dude. <laughs> dude. But yeah, I someone should let him know he rides for Enjoy Skateboards, just in case. Or maybe no, so I don't know. Maybe I'm just jumping the gun here. Oh, and does anyone know if he's ever had a shaved head before? Please let me know, because I don't think the world knows that info yet. I did like hearing from Jason Adams and, you know, kind of on his doubts and struggles, like, during his part. And also the fact that he he finally embraced how he was, like, the oldest dude on the team, or he thought was the not as talented. But, he dude, his part kicked ass. And not only did that, he think about this. He already had one kid. He had another kid coming. I didn't even think about that at the time. Dude made this video while being a dad. Yeah, way more impressive, right? That's freaking impressive. And only because like his window, his like skating window, I mean, I don't know how it was. Obviously, he had probably way more time than than I did when I, my kids were you know growing up when they're very very young. So if it if at anything, being a father, it didn't show. Like, it didn't impact his skating. He's still ripped. His part was one of the more memorable ones. So that was cool to see. And a little bit of backstory and just kind of his, you know, his intro with his daughter and the, the lawnmower. So that was, that was cool stuff to hear. And it's always nice to hear from Jose Rojo as well. However, very terrifying to hear about his accident. And, of course, how he was mostly worried about getting his part done. So I was like, much respect, Jose. Hell yeah. And I remember seeing you know, a ton of photos about it, you know, after it happened. And I just never really knew exactly how it went down. So to kind of hear it firsthand was kind of, kind of scary. So in the accident kind of, I mean, it put him out for a year. That's a huge chunk of time. Think about how long, you know, COVID put us down. So he was out for a year because of that accident. That's, that's, that's gnarly. Clark's segment was way too damn short, but it makes sense as he kind of fell off the map, you know, over the years, you know, like I think they said, you know, yeah, he still rides for the team, but he just doesn't know it yet. And I liked hearing about how he he wasn't a verbal communicator. Like, just sounds kind of, like, very fitting to, like, an enjoy team. You know, like, a perfect match for them. Probably was fun to, to, to talk or try to talk to that dude. And also that he wasn't, like, 
not the, an ender kind of skater. So seeing him dangle, you know, in the air, like for his for his ender, which I, last week I said was 100% legit, right? He flew away like that. That gave me sweaty palms, though. I mean, I would have been pissed, too. Like, I would have, like, I would have, actually, I would have peed on everyone on the ground if they just left me hanging up there. I'm like, dude, no, here's, you guys are going to get showered on. This is not cool. Put me down. You know, that would have been my ender. Like, yeah, you guys think it's funny. Watch this wind's going to blow us right in your face. And also Louis' segment. Louis' segment was way too short as well, only because I was hoping to hear much more of what the others had to say about him, you know? Like, give the dude, like, some extra shine, right? It was what I was kind of thinking. So, And I can't believe he was worried about having the worst part. Like, dude, Louis, really? I mean, come on, dude. Hey, Louis. You know, it's just... His part was amazing and still is amazing. As I've said before, and time and time again, it will do many times before. It's timeless. I'm just glad I never tried to copy your, your thrift store style, though, you know, because those hats, I mean, just thinking about the hat, it just seem, they seem a little too, like, warm for me. Like, really warm. But he apologized to all the people who are trying to copy him. That's funny. And, of course, I loved hearing Jerry's thoughts on Louie's part. You know, I mean, he had really high praise for him, you know. He said, joke tricks aside, he showed us that he could really skate. And it was no surprise to hear that, you know, Louie, in return, had been to the hospital with Jerry more than all of his friends combined. That's crazy. So that was a good factoid. That's probably a good skate trivia thing down the road. By the way, if you guys haven't picked up Skate Trivia Volume 1, do that. Just a quick plug. They're not, it's not a paid advertisement. I just, if you follow me on uh, Instagram, you know I just picked it up. It's a great, great gift idea. I'm just going to leave it at that. And Jerry, the, the story of Jerry's ender was pretty cool too. So I mean, to think that he ended up basically getting Jedi mind tricked into pulling it off, right? He's like, I'm not going to do it. Oh, you're going to do it. And he's like, yes, yes, I, I'm going to do it. You know, he even told himself, yeah, I'm going to land this trick. And also, too, how he was worried that the audience would hate his part because it was too long and then two, two songs. Like, are you kidding me? I mean, just, it's crazy to think that. Like, can you imagine someone be like, oh, boo, that sucks, that's lame. But Jerry's just killing it, you know? I mean, it's, see, that would have never happened. But Jerry, much like the rest of us, is human. You know, he has feelings. He, he you know, has his fears. So it's refreshing to hear that as well. He just didn't walk in there, you know, like, owning the place you know he had his fears you know he says premiere suck he doesn't like them so that's you know this is good info to hear but all in all i like this documentary okay did i expect it to be longer hell yeah i did and i guess to compare it or even relate it to what i constantly hear my kids saying after you know they eat i will leave it with this i'm still hungry i'm still hungry Enjoy Bag of Suck documentary. I want more. I'm st- I'm still hungry. Can we get a part two? Can we make it into a, docu- a mini docu-series? Please? No? Okay. Oh, well. At least I asked. You, know, you can't get things unless you ask, right? I tried. Check it out if you haven't done so yet. I'll put the link in the notes. Next up, although I didn't get a chance to watch it, Street League had their Super Crown Final over the weekend in Jacksonville, Florida. So huge congrats to Pamela Rosa for taking first place. And that's what? That's two in a row for her too, right? I, was just, I just wrote down, damn, Pamela! Exclamation point. And stop me if you've heard these next two names before as well. So Raisa Leal, 
Momiji Nishia. Yeah, yeah, you've heard them. Okay. Raisa Leo got second, and Momiji Nishia took third place. So, yeah, we've seen those names before. Not surprised to see him up there again. So, congrats to all them. Pamela Rosa. I mean, back to Pamela Rosa for a minute. Cabbage and I talked a little bit about her when I was on his show a few weeks ago. Make sure you go check it out in the Patch of Cabbage. She is a stone cold killer. A silent assassin is how I describe her. And remember that she she also won first place because I'm like, wait a minute, she's won in the past, what, 12 to 18 months, she's won quite a bit. She won the Dew Tour back in May. And then also for the World Skate OISTU Open and the Street League's 2019 World Championship in Brazil. So she had a she's already having a kick-ass, you know, 2021. 2020, 2020 obviously was, you know, COVID, but 2019, she was killing it. She's on fire. So that's right, skaters. Pamela Rosa is coming for you, whether you like it or not. So congrats to Pamela. Bravo. All I'd say is you are very exciting to watch and you just keep killing it and kill it. She just gets in that mode and it lights out for the rest of the team. Even Risa. Damn. Everyone expected her to win? Nope. Pamela came in and said, nope. I'll take that from you. Now on to the men's event, which had three up-and-comers that have never entered a contest before. This was crazy. So not only have the, did these three guys never, have we never heard of them before, they've never even entered a contest before. And these guys all push Mongo, so don't make fun of them. And they did mostly pressure flips for their run. Oh, no, I'm sorry, sorry. Wrong contest. Never mind. Wrong First off, before I get into the men's results, let me just say you know that the suits over at Karayuma and Red Bull, they were texting each other on Sunday night, like both just saying kind of in Paul Rudd's voice, look at us. Look at us. Yeah, just look at us now. You know, just like bumping elbows, like popping bottles. Those two brands scored big time at that event. And I was legit worried that the logos were going to like, you know, you get like TV screen burn in. From having like a stationary logo. Yeah, I was afraid that was going to happen to my TV. I would have been pissed. And all I have to say is if you didn't know about Karayuma or Red Bull before this event, you sure do now. We'll never forget them now. We will never forget. Like it's ingrained in our brains permanently. Synapse has been formed. It's there. That was crazy. I just had a point. I was like, wait, wait. wait, uh, They're wearing the same shirt. They're wearing a hat. (laughs) It was just... So great exit. Those guys are just partying. Look, look at us. Look at us. Who's got the next round? So congrats to Jagger Eaton on winning it all. Lucas Ribello and Gustavo Ribeiro for second and third place wins. And like I said, I didn't get to watch this one, but I kind of have a feeling it was a lot of like the previous event. And I'm sure it had different things go down, but I bet yeah, so I'm checking my notes here because I bet Jagger. He was kind of plotting out his line, kind of mouthing it. You know, I think I mentioned this before. Like, I'm going to go over here. I'm going to do this. I'm just, and he started bobbing his head. like, blah, 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 blah. And then he presses play and drops in, right? You know, on his, on his phone. Puts it right in his pocket. Make sure his earbuds are in, right? I bet you he did that. And I bet Lucas was, uh, all I put in my notes is he was probably twisting all over the place. Is that right? Like, just kind of, like, kind of like a suit you twist. Either no slides or board slides or fakey slides or fakey lip slides. You know, just twisting all over, right? So that's just kind of what I'm guessing. I'll probably still go back and watch it. And let's not forget about Nyjah. 
It was cool to see that he didn't miss a flight. Yes, dude. That's like two events in a row he didn't miss a flight. That was awesome. So way to go, Nigel. Yeah. Dude was there, and he came up just short. I guess. I guess I didn't see it. But I'm sure I'll get around to checking out. Because, you know, it's always cool to see, like, awesome talent, you know, destroy the course. A lot of people complain it's kind of the same thing every event, but it's not. You know, it's still the pressure of entering a contest. You know, you still, every week is different. Every given Saturday or Sunday, you know, as they say in sports, you know, not everything's the same. You can't, not this, you won't have the same two winners, you know, for the most part. So it's always fun to watch. So I will probably check it out. So let me know your thoughts on the, you know, the SLS Super Crown final. How fair were the judges, in your opinion? Because I know that's always a hot topic. And did they give the riders back that additional run that I complained about? Did they do that? They finally said, you know what? Rick was right. We're going to give them two runs. Did that happen? Probably not. No one reached out to me and said, hey, Rick, they, they listened to you, man. It's good. They gave it back. That's why Nigel lost. But I guess I could just watch it and find out. I don't know. Anyway, let me know your thoughts. And finally, I saved the worst for last out of reason so if i if i start losing it i can jump ship and just say peace out love you guys and all that stuff but it's with a heavy heart that i need to report and most of you listening now probably already know i just felt like i want to just get on the mic and talk about it that uh heroin skateboards pro recent heroin skateboards pro zane timpson passed away from natural causes at the very young age of 26 just saying that is insane 26 and you see, this one really hit me hard. And not just because of his age, but more of the fact that it was of natural causes. Just a freak accident in this you know, crazy thing we call life. The cause of death was confirmed by Chris Cote on the Monday Mass podcast. So both Chris and Todd know Zane's dad and heard from him firsthand. You know, so thanks, fellas, for providing that info, you know. And much like they were told to make sure to use their platform to spread the truth, well, I wanted to do the same, you know, because a lot of rumors get you know, circling around, especially when it's, you know, someone so young, you know, because people tend to go to the extremes or speculate, you know, incorrect things. 26. And as I said, that one hit really, really hard. First off, I thought Zane was insane on a board, and I said that many episodes ago. Back when he was doing, the, you know, that front 360 on in for his my war, and losing his glasses on most attempts, I remember saying, "Dude, get this guy a croaky sponsor." And then I think he went out and got he got LASIK, right? He's all damn Rick, I'm talking about croaky sponsor. I'm gonna get LASIK. And I went back and watched that one again. It was so sad that that he was dedicating it to Pablo Ramirez. You know, that was his whole drive, his whole ambition. Which makes it even more sad now that skaters are in turn going to turn around and do the exact same thing for him. You know, that's so tragic. One thing I did note from re-watching his My War is, is that he said with confidence that someone was going to do a kickflip at that spot into that onto that wall. And I believe it now. I do especially after his death. I'm sure that sparked some skaters, you know, once he said that, but his passing is going to spark someone to just, you know, write Zane's name on their grip or on the spot, you know, spray paint on the spot. It'll be in the footage, you know, and just go for it. 
And I believe I believe it'll happen in the next year or so. I think I think that that would be amazing to see. Do it while it's you know, not like we'll ever forget him, but do it while it's fresh in our minds, you know. But I was thinking like, what kind of flip? I can see a like a goofy footed rider, like pulling off a frontside flip there. You know what I mean? That's just how I'd prefer it. I'd rather come at it facing it, chest on the wall, so I can just kind of use I could put my hands on something. Because a backside flip there via a regular footed rider just seems that seems gnarly. <laughs> you know, you're just kind of, but then again, you're kind of, I don't know, you can kind of see your landing a little bit more, you know, you're, you know, but I'd rather come, I'd rather come to that thing frontside, but I'm not a goofy footed rider. So I'd have to settle for a backflip. If I'm going to go do this for Zane, if you notice, I didn't say I was going to try it, but no, I, if I, I would do a kickflip. Or maybe someone do a kickflip and then remember how he landed a fakie for his first try and then he posted on Instagram and then he got like all this spark and comments like, dude, just do a 360. Maybe someone will do a kickflip, land a fakie. No, actually, no, I'm not going to say it. That would be insane. Front 360 flip? No. Hell no. But I wouldn't. That would be insane. That would be insane. Anyway, so who knows? I mean, I can't wait to see it, and I can't wait to shed a tear when they decide to, you know, dedicate to Zane, because that's going to happen, and it's going to be so amazing to see. Someone's probably going to be have, have they're going to have a uh, my war, same spot. They can do it, dedicated to him. Who cares if the same spot, right? You know, people, oh, dude, nah, this is different. You know, I also dug up an old interview from Scott. It was Scott Bear of the San Diego Union Tribune, which is back in 2010. Here's what Zane said after being asked if he was hoping to make skateboarding a career. And keep in mind, he was, what, about 15 at the time. His answer. I would love to see it turn into something and get paid to do something I love. At the same time, I'm not focused on that right now. I just got into high school, and I know I'd like to go to college and get a degree. If being a pro skater works out, great. If I don't make it rich off skateboarding and it remains my passion, I'm okay with that too. And that was really difficult to read. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Because he, he just turned pro. You know? It wasn't about the money. Remain, he got his, I, I believe he was on his way to make some money. But that wasn't the thing about him. You know, if it remains his passion, he's cool with that too. But he got his name on a board. And that's, he was 15 at the time. I think he started skating, what, 11 or maybe earlier? Yeah, that was that was tough to read. Tough to, you know, I'll put the link to the full interview in the, the notes below. But rest easy, Zane Timpson. You were a freaking beast on a board. You know, and it just reminds me, these are these are reminders for myself. Feel free to use them as well. Love your friends. Live your life to the fullest. You know, try and be present. Tomorrow is not guaranteed, which is a huge that's why it's like it really, really puts things in perspective for me. So I stop putting things off. Like I said, these are all reminders to myself. You know, I got a lot of goals, ambitions, stuff that I'm like, nah, I'll get to it. No. What if I don't have tomorrow? You know what I mean? What if I go to sleep tonight and that's it? So it's definitely something to think about. And through this tragedy, it's it's a nice reminder to us all and, you know, you know me, I'm going to continue talking about Zane for a long, long time. His footage, 
his legacy, everything's going to live on, you know. So rest in peace to Zane and sending, you know, hugs to his family, his friends, anyone who was impacted by this horrible, horrible, you know, tragedy. So that's all I got for this week. And I do mean this. Love you guys.